you can be the most disciplined person in the world, but if you're going to be an artist and you don't have an imagination and you don't daydream and you don't give yourself the room and the time to discover things that are not apparent right off the bat, you're really not going to have the goods that you need to do this. Welcome to Monday Morsels the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Happy Monday. Before we get into it, I want to remind you, you can pre-order my book, 10,000 No's, How to Overcome Rejection on the Way to Your Yes. It's coming out pretty soon, October 27th, 2020. There is a pre-order link in the show notes, you can also go to 10,000nos.com or matthewdelnegro.com and get it there. We just revamped both of those websites, so it would be cool if you check that out anyway. And here we go. I'm going to talk to you today about time. A little time management, but also time in the larger sense. Where we spend our time, how we look at time. Do we feel like it's slipping through our fingers? Do we feel like there's ample amounts of time? How time is needed in order to really go deep on something. In many ways, it takes a period of time for things to percolate and sink in on a more subconscious level, particularly for actors, artists that are listening. Sometimes you can't just get results right away. And I started recording this just now. And as I was speaking, I thought, man, I sound a lot like some of the themes I was talking about last week. So I paused, I went back, and I listened in double time to myself from last week. And that title was, It's Gotta Cost You Something. And there was a lot of talk about time and, and putting time in. But this is, this is more the addendum to that. So if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. But this is more, okay, now you've decided, yes, it's going to cost me something. And here I am, I'm out here in Brooklyn, 3,000 miles away from my family, with a lot of time to work on this role. Deciding how I'm going to approach this thing. And what I have experienced while I'm here with so much time to actually decide what will I do. How will I spend those minutes, those hours I realize that there is anxiety that I have where normally in my, my normal life, I'm always complaining that I don't have enough time. There are always duties with the family. There are uh, duties with you know this podcast. There are all of these things that can, can sometimes distract from the real task at hand. But now that I'm going, okay, I have this time, let's put it into the work because there are a lot of intangibles, particularly for an actor who is, for example, I have watched a ton of documentaries on, on police. Very helpful. I pull quotes out of it that I think will help me, that will resonate in some way. Um, these things are, they're all background work that people will not see when they watch the show. I don't know that it will be in my head certainly won't be consciously in my head, some of these quotes that I'm writing down as I watch the show uh, when I'm in a particular scene. But 
my belief is that this is all in the subconscious. This is all going to help shade what I'm doing. And this is what needs to be done. And for each of you, whatever you do, underneath the surface of whatever it is that you do is this whole iceberg, the actual iceberg underneath that no one else is ever going to see. As I spoke about last week, that takes time to flesh that out, to fill that out. What I'm kind of talking about this week is, okay, now I've made that decision. That's what I'm doing. And yet each day when I do something that feels intangible, there's a part of me that's just been ingrained in me by society. No, Matt, you need to go do this. You need to record this episode. You need to go, uh, you know, you need to go work out. These are all things that do need to be done. But I find it interesting, and I'm bringing it up so you can kind of question yourself. Is there always this, this kind of treadmill that's running next to you, and it's always on? And whenever you're not on that treadmill, you feel like, oh, crap, I have guilt. I should be on that treadmill. One of the things that was said over and over again in the acting books that I listened to recently, they were talking about daydreaming, the importance of imagination for an actor, and how imagination comes from daydreaming. But we were, it's been ingrained in us, in most of us, from the early days. Don't daydream. Focus. Get your work done. And that is necessary as well. The focus and the discipline is necessary. But if you are in an artistic field, the daydreaming, the imagination, if you don't exercise that muscle, it's going to atrophy. And if it atrophies... You can be the most disciplined person in the world, but if you're going to be an artist and you don't have an imagination and you don't daydream and you don't give yourself the room and the time to discover things that are not apparent right off the bat, you're really not going to have the goods that you need to do this, to do it professionally, to do it at the top of the field. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So in some ways, this episode is for you. And in some ways, it is me really working it out for myself. What is my contract with myself? Why do I constantly have this voice that's saying, you're not doing enough, you're not doing enough? And is that constructive? Or is that voice pulling me away from the deeper work that seems like, oh, you're just daydreaming, but it's really the deeper work of confronting myself confronting the depth within a character within myself that I'm just avoiding by checking things off the list. Now, we all need to exist in the real world. There are bills to pay. There are kids to get to different activities. There are, you know, we, we have a body that must be kept in shape, all of these things, right? You, you want to have nutritious meals, you have to cook. Cooking takes time, all of that. But where I am in my head right now is just questioning the motives, why I choose to spend time in one way and not another. Because if you're putting attention on one thing, you are absolutely then choosing not to put attention on something else. And where, what's that saying? Where, where attention goes, energy flows, I really believe it. You all heard me, you know, talking so much about surfing during quarantine. Really what happened there, it's a great lesson for everybody. I just decided to put my attention on that because of my circumstances. All of a sudden, I just put that higher on the priority list. I put a lot of time 
I got better because I put so much time into it and thought into it. And that it's a conscious choice. But, you know, while I was doing that, what was I not doing? And that's what I pose to you. What are you doing? What are the little things where time is just slipping through your fingers because you're, you're, pay attention, you're paying attention to little BS? I mean, I notice for some reason right now I'm very aware of the little distractions, the texts, the emails, some of it necessary, business that needs to be done. I have press that I'm doing for this book, so I have to answer things and be in certain places at certain times. So I'm not saying it's not necessary, but how are you organizing your time in a way that you're putting up a protective barrier when you need to do the deeper work? And I probably two years ago had a lot of entrepreneurs on this show that talked about that, how they would set up parameters and boundaries and their Wi-Fi would be off or they would have certain software on their computers or their phones that would, you know, no notifications and, and just basically send, setting up kind of a sound a time period of like, okay, I'm doing two hours of writing. I'm doing two hours of whatever it may be. For the actors among you, maybe it's setting up two hours where you have a yoga mat and you're stretching and doing things to get your body relaxed and you're listening to music or you're running through different scenarios in your head that pertain to the emotions that you may need for a particular piece. It's what you do. You pay for that when you go do a workshop. I mean, I've done workshops that are uh, where we're spending hours on a mat and they have music and they have prompts that they're leading you through but the whole idea is that you're going you're kind of delving into this quagmire of emotion that you maybe in your normal life are avoiding it's a way to access your instrument you know our instrument is not only our physical body our voices but also our emotional life and our inner life i leave you with this it's more about knowing what your top priorities are, what your top priority, singular, is, and then doing what needs to be done to accomplish that. Once you know that, you're now giving yourself executive orders of what's important and what needs to get done. I can speak for myself. When the time feels like it's slipping away, it's because I'm not clear about my target. I'm not clear about what I'm going after. So that's what I urge you and myself to think about. What is it that we want? And then go after it. And know that if it's something really worthwhile, it's probably not going to come to us overnight. It's probably going to take time, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades. Depends what it is. But if it's something you really want and you really feel that it's worth it, then you need to safeguard your time and put the work in. All right, that is it. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 No's. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then.